What's going on, people? This is your boy, Michael O, your chief motivational officer. Listen, I am excited to bring you a brand new podcast, Moving Mountains, hosted by myself. Find me on Spotify, find us on iTunes, find us on YouTube. Connect with us, Moving Mountains Podcast. What's going on, people? Welcome to the Moving Mountains Podcast. This is your host, Michael O. Listen, I am excited. So it's another episode of Motivational Mondays, but this is slightly different. I know with Motivational Mondays, you're used to, it's me where I come solo, no guests, right? Today's got a twist because one of the things that I've always wanted to do, one of the main reasons why I wanted to do the podcast, apart from obviously sharing my knowledge, sharing my experience, my expertise, all of that stuff, I also want to use this opportunity to tap into my network to be able to bring a plethora, a variety of different ideas, different principles, different stories, all for the same purpose of inspiring, engaging, motivating and elevating you to the next level. And today I've just, I've done just that. He's a very good friend of mine. Um, somebody who likes to get under my skin, but so full of energy. I love his story. Um, absolute go-getter, you know, s- come from the UK, come from Manchester, England, um, doing his thing over there, come to Dubai, taking this place by storm, investing in all sorts of businesses. And it's such an honor and a pleasure to have him as a friend. And I wanted to, I literally had the idea last night. I was thinking, you know what, who could I, I wanted to do something different. Who could I just call on last minute who I know has the vigor, has the confidence, has the knowledge to be able to come on the podcast and share his story and his principles with my audience. And I was like, boom, that's my guy. I gave him a shout. He's like, bro, I'm going to bed, but no problem. I'll see you in the morning. And uh, here we are. Nasser Hassan, welcome to the Movie Mantis podcast. Mr. Michael, thank you so much for the amazing introduction. To be honest, I've been watching the program a long time. Yes, sir. And once I received the call last night, I was like, let's go, champ. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, our yeah. time to tell our story, man. Uh, Absolutely. So it's been a pleasure. Uh, Michael is a guy, I actually look up to him. The brother is doing his thing. Uh, you came from long way yourself, from UK. And it's inspiring, you know, to be invited. You it's don't not, have to say all that. You don't have to say no. all that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Last night was the last minute. Mm. When you told me last go, there was no going back. I know, because we've had, we've had conversations before. And I, he was like, yeah, you know, we should, we should do the podcast. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? It would, be, it would be great. But I wasn't quite sure how to structure it to be able to have you on here. But I think this is absolutely perfect. Because I said to you last night, I was like... I want you to come up with five core principles that you've been able to govern your life and your business by, right? Um, be, before we dive into it, I want to, you're, you're the CEO of UK Residency. Um, I, want you, I want you to talk about a little bit of what you did, because this is, you know, the exciting thing about being an entrepreneur is you can literally shift and move into whichever industry that you feel like, right? 100%. And this was an opportunity that landed on, on your lap a few years ago. And you were like, boom, look, I'm going to invest. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to believe in the vision and help make this thing happen. 100%. And now you're out here making making moves. Tell yeah. me about that journey. So uh, let's go back a little bit to UK. So I'm from Manchester, uh, lived in Manchester as a kid. But before that, I'm from Somalia, as you already know it. And immigration is something I've always tapped in. I've done different last 10 years where I trained athletes, look after athletes, worked on the Olympics as a uh, as a job or as you call it, the highest pinnacle when it comes to training athletes. Then moved to Dubai 2019 uh, and there was no options other than to make it to the top. So yeah, we started a couple of businesses. One of the businesses is immigration and it's been flying. UK residency started two and a half years ago and now what we do is we help high individual, high net worth individuals move to another country. So anybody from Africa, 
We can facilitate it to go to Europe. We can facilitate it to go to anywhere, even building uh, companies here. So it's been amazing, and you've been part of it. You've been watching the stories. Absolutely. And we help a lot of foreign direct investment all around the world. So that's what we do in UK residency. It's moving in a fast pace. Yeah. But as an entrepreneur, it's not. I'm not a lawyer. I didn't study lawyer. Right. But entrepreneurs, you said, we're just taking charge. Yeah. Whatever comes our way, you just have to do it. Yeah. There's no options. Yeah. You just have to have that little discipline, and you have to have element of talent and creativity, and you put everything together, and that's what we've done. You know, it's crazy because you know I was. Um my sister was here last week's episode when I was filming. My sister was sitting in the background. She's a she's a psychotherapist, right? She lives in Switzerland, and <clears throat> I was, you know, she after we, <laughs> she analyzes everything. That's what she does. She's a fucking psychotherapist, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we finished it out. You know, she was like, well, you know, and she's she was born in Germany, born and raised in Germany. So she's very German. She's very uh, Germans are very analytical. They're very kind of black and white in the way they think. And so she was like. So I'm listening to your podcast and I'm thinking some of these things may not apply to me. How does somebody like a psychotherapist be able to, say, increase my income by 10x? It's just not possible because there's only so many hours and so many people I can see in a day and da 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 And I was like, well, there are, there are doctors and lawyers and all sorts of people all around the world who are removing ceilings from their income because of the way they choose to structure themselves right and the way they've and i said i shared the i did a i did a free one hour consultation with her where i was like look how i would maximize your income is by building you dr mario noidick as a brand right um you need to be podcasting you need to be teaching people you need to be on youtube you need to be writing books all about psychotherapy and improve and giving out information to help other people grow and understand a little bit more about therapy in that process your brand as an individual grows when your brand as an individual grows you're able to command more income 100%. and she was like oh. and she had a bit of a aha moment I find that with a lot of professionals, this is genuinely how they think. They think within the confines of the professional space within which they operate. We as entrepreneurs, we seem to not have any ceilings, right? We, we seem no to, ceilings. Right. We seem to have no ceilings. However, when I compared the, you know, this attitude that we have to uh, people like my sister who have that fear of coming out of the, the space within which they're comfortable, it's like there's, they don't have the confidence that, because they feel like this is all I understand, where does that fearlessness come from? Because you moved here into a space, started and invested into a business in an industry where you didn't have the professional know-how necessarily, right? But you guys are, you guys are killing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I go back. I, I kind of understand what your sister gone through because as growing up, the moms and dad told us, go university, yeah, graduate, yeah. Yes. be a lawyer or doctor. Yeah. But... We didn't do that, <laughs> no, you know, didn't. and we just understood like what's happening in the world at the moment. You don't need to do all that stuff. If you look at the space now, 10 years ago, Facebook, Instagram didn't exist. Nope. 10 years ago, nobody was talking about Bitcoin and stuff like right. that. 10 years ago, there was not a lot of things that's happening in this space. If someone told you 10 years ago about Metaverse, you will say, what? And right. what we've done is we just looked at the vision of what's happening. We made and they started, ourselves. We reinvented ourselves. Yeah. So when we moved here, immigration, I understood as a business, you need lawyers, you need a team, and you need to make it work. And one thing I have is I understand what other people in other countries 
going through the process. So it was anyone in Africa that has money that want to go to Europe, but they don't know how. So understanding the steps to it is something amazing. But as you said, it's not about having knowing everything. It's about making it happen, delivering the result. And you're right. A lot, a lot of the times you have to, everybody tell you step one, step two, step three. It doesn't work like that. Sometimes you must start working your way down. Yeah. So you, I fully agree what you're saying. Yeah. And your sister, she, now what she's trying to, uh, what, she, what she done is she's trying to trade time. So she got 10 hours and right. she could only make money on 10 hours. Right. Where us, we don't think like that. Right. We're thinking, we don't sleep. We gotta make <laughs> money. And we gotta build right. things that's, that's not only rely on us. And exactly. we're building teams. Exactly. And one of the things we'll come to it is the team around you is one of the most key things in life, man. Absolutely. And you have to have people, loyal people around you that you can trust yeah. and build you this big thing that you're looking to build. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree. All right, well, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about teams. Let's talk about networks. Let's talk about all of that. Okay. What would you say, how, what, do you, what would you say, obviously I, I gave you a little bit of a heads up to prepare <laughs> this, but what would you say are the five principles, the backbone to, that guides you in every endeavor that you, you've undertaken so far? So first thing first, there is, there is no specific five, as you already know. A lot of people ask you, what does it take to be successful? Yeah. There is no five or six or seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody got away. As we look at it, uh, as go, growing up, it was like, to be successful, you have to go to university. Yeah. You have to do this, you yeah. have to do that. So for me, when I looked at that, I knew it. I was already behind the schedule when it comes to education. Because right. I started like year seven is high school. Year seven, well, then I moved to Manchester, as you're aware of it. So education, I was always behind it. So if you're going to say to me, education is the only way, options, I'm already behind schedule. Right. So you can't, <laughs> so you what can't now? use that yes, as, uh, as it. So diving into it, one of the number one things for me that worked is faith. Mm. And I see you talk about a, a lot about it. Yep. For me, uh, faith kind of teach me a discipline not to cross a lot of things, to be loyal, to not rob people, to treat people with respect. That kind of one of the main things that drives into it and understanding there's someone above watching always. That's one of the main things for me. Number one is probably faith. I think it's really important when we talk about faith, especially because for me, faith is one of those things that we can, that for me, I like to look at in so many ways, right? Number one, I look at, I look at faith for me as a bit of an anchor, yeah it's it's that thing you know when when the the uh, when the sea is on the ocean is on the big mighty ocean and there are all of these waves moving it left and right and swaying it from back to forth um back and forth when you release that anchor into the into into the sea that's that one thing that is able to keep you steady and hold you 100%. and give you and for me I've lived long enough now to understand that, yo, sometimes life will throw certain things at you that you do not know how to handle. And the only thing that's going to be able to get you through that is faith. 100%. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily care what the faith is necessarily because I believe that everybody is, um, everybody receives things differently. And so there are different ways to communicate to, to different people. But as long as you have some kind of, anchor as long as you have some kind of backdrop as long as you have some kind of uh what's it called steady immovable belief system that acts as a as a light to your path and as a guide in your journey i think you'd be okay so yeah i, I definitely believe that faith is a very essential part of the journey 
very 100%. good very good i agree 100%. with faith um, for me uh, religion is number one thing yeah. uh, i probably agree with you so let's let's dive in the number two. Mm. number two is something i always say discipline yeah uh, and i posted something this morning <laughs> about discipline uh a lot of the time there's a lot so much distraction especially in dubai and if you don't have that discipline <laughs> If you don't know. have that discipline, you're going to struggle. Yeah. Not just in Dubai, in life, you know, you yeah. require a discipline. I've always, I played sports at early stage of my life. I train athletes and the ones that make it to the top had that discipline. And coming to Dubai and having a Monday to Friday, go get an attitude and weekend, putting that work in or overtime is one of the main things. So having a discipline and have a clear vision on the discipline what you why you doing what you doing and why you waking up so morning and putting that work day and day out is something i actually that discipline alone teach me a lot man discipline is one of the things that i feel like is lost in today's culture right um for me <clears throat> i always say and if you're a regular listener on the podcast i've always said that i was trained old school so discipline was an essential part of what i do is like for me discipline is doing what you know you're supposed to do whether you feel like it or not right 100%. and i'm always very i'm always very conscious about the fact that i come i like i come on here and of course my my goal is to bring people inspiration inspiration as in letting the light bulbs go off internally on the inside of you and being able to see and analyze new ideas that you may not have considered before you heard me speak or whatever obviously i like to make sure that you're motivated and you're filled with the energy to be able to go and pursue the things that you want to pursue. But inspiration and motivation don't last forever. 100%. Right? Yes. After you listen to this through the through halfway through the day or the next morning or later in the week or at some point the excitement will fade away. <laughs> and after the excitement fades away, what then? What then? It's then that discipline comes into play. Will you get your butt up and go and do what you're supposed to do because this is what you are supposed to do and this is what you've made an agreement with yourself? I've always said you can love you can love what you do mm. but don't expect to love the process. The process is not easy. Right. You know, bodybuilders, yeah, they like to be strong, yeah. have a six pack, but the the process is uh, the process ain't easy. Process. Eating clean food oh. all year. Uh, training every day, waking up at that time. If you look at and it's same as business, waking up early morning, putting the work in. Yeah, you can love what you do, but you can't love the process. Mm. Don't expect to love the process. Process is not easy. So you got to kind of say, yeah, I love what I do. Podcasting is fun, but recording 100 podcasts a year, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not easy. It's not. So that's yeah. why people say, yeah, you can love what you do, but don't expect to love the process. Mm. The process, the... Uh the, the the process is sold separately. Sold <laughs> separately. That, that comes separately. And I think it all comes down to, you know, having that belief and hunger of, I think we come from the same background where we have a, a we started from a bottom and we're here now, but we don't want to go back to there. I think that is the scariest it's thing impossible. for us. It's, it, it's impossible, but mm. I think me and you have something there where we say, there's no way. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. We don't want it to happen. Yeah. And faith is also saying, yeah, it can happen, but guys, you got to put the work in. So when you're here, you got to have a discipline. And as I posted today, everybody's out. Everybody's doing things. Everybody, when you called me last night at, at 10 o'clock and said, listen, you want to do a podcast tomorrow? I said, yeah, I'm down. 
but there's 100 people calling you for other things. Absolutely. So we kind of also have that discipline to say, I'm sleeping early. I got Michael to meet. Before that, I was at work, you know, had meetings and stuff like that. Then we're here now recording this, uh, this podcast. So discipline is, is a major for me as well. I fully agree. I fully agree. I'm loving it so far. What would you say is number three on your, on your list? I would say teamwork. Mm. Uh, and I can dive into that uh, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a businessman. I understood you cannot, you cannot do everything yourself. So building a team or people around you that, that do have the same principle as you is a key. Yeah. And when I say I go, I go into it, there's, there's many businesses I invested previously that didn't do as well. And one of the main reasons is I have not picked the team the right correctly. Team. Mm. So now as time goes on and I'm getting older a little bit, I understood I have to pick the team correctly. And the vision have to be the same. So, and, and you know, there's a saying, if you want to go alone, go. But if you want to go fast, yeah. build that team if alone. You go f- if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Go together. Yeah. So, and my goal <coughs> is to go together, you know, I, and this is the conversation me and you are having, and we had it before. Mm. It got, there is no, it's not nothing about anything. It's all about building as something that you are proud of, you know, and you just say, yeah, we've done this. And I never want to take a credit for what we do. I say, I've always told people, like, we've done this together, man. And yeah, I had the vision mm. and to have something up there and making it work. Is how do you pick your team now as, as opposed to how you did before? Do you, have a, do you have a process? Is there something specific that you look for within the individuals that you're looking to bring on board with the vision? How, how do you do it differently uh, now? So, you know what? I've always said educate yourself you know education is the number one thing that you need to do us growing up yeah I invested on businesses where I had the idea and I had the vision but I never knew how to do it Mm. I told you I'm a a late learner so I didn't know exactly how to do everything but now I kind of understand you got to train people or you got to build a team around you that have the whole thing Mm. and also don't shortcut people don't let's pay them mm. if someone pay their values and show them the vision where you want to go and don't just take all the money yourself and say yeah i'm going to pay slowly so when you're building this thing you got to make sure the managers get managers wages everybody get their their money to what they're doing so i picked it carefully in the latest stage of my life where people i picked and also it's people that i kind of like their energy i can bubble into it i can have a lunch i can have a dinner you know, You're anybody, big on energy, I know that. Yeah, yeah. So I've always <coughs> said it. You know, when I go to the office, the energy has to be right. Yeah. If, you, if the energy is right and people are getting that, yes, let's go, then trust me, the process is going to be easy, man. The result yeah. is easy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think, I think that's really essential. I think in my earlier years, that was one of the things that I struggled with the most in is being able to build a solid team. Because I learned very early on when it comes to regardless of being regardless of whether you're an entrepreneur or not everybody has their strengths everybody has the thing that they're great at my thing that i learned from very early on is that i'm a great salesman that was my 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 that's my thing so i can do the sales when it comes to managing staff i'm not a babysitter i'm just not great at managing staff do, do you think it's because uh, you expect them to do what you wanted to do or you expect them to sell as much as you sell yeah so so in the beginning, I didn't actually understand that 
my my skill set as a salesperson needed to be maximized in the organization in order to be able to get the results. So I wasn't doing sales. I was babysitting. I was managing staff. <laughs> I was managing staff and expecting them to go and bring the sales in. And they did a bit of that. But it was later on throughout my journey as an entrepreneur that I learned that actually, do you know what? I don't have to manage staff. Just because I'm just because it's the business, it's my business, doesn't mean I need to be the person who is also managing staff and recruiting and doing all of that, yeah. right? You got so you give you give a, exactly. I had to bring people in, yeah. you know, who were skilled in these areas. Managing staff and being able to manage a business is a skill in and of itself. It's the ability to understand that you cannot do everything and you're not good at everything. So as an entrepreneur, there's going to be places where, like now, we're going to metaverse. Mm. Let's go to that. Me and you are a little bit behind because we're not a tech background. Because a lot of the metaverse, if you put them in this chair, they cannot talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see that yeah, yeah. everybody got ability to do stuff. Yeah. So in terms of uh, picking a team, I understood myself later stage as well that, yeah, some people are good at this. Yeah. Let them do it. Yeah. Some people are good at this. Let them do it. Yeah. I don't want to be good at everything, but I need to have people that are good at everything Absolutely. around us. Absolutely. So that plays a big part. Absolutely. That's what I've, that's what I've learned to do now, which is, I'm not involved in the day-to-day managing of, of, of the businesses. I, I'm not good at it. I, I can, don't enjoy it. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you know this, right? Um, that's not my forte. Okay. I simply and only focus on sales. That's literally what I focus on. I let other people manage everything else. Um, and then they report to me as to how things are progressing. I'm the guy. I'm the guy who's able to put... Uh, a group of people together and be and be like listen guys we are going to the moon yeah we're going to the moon we're going to the moon by june 2023 and we need to gear up i don't know how the fuck we're gonna do it i don't know how to build a rocket i don't know how to do any of that but i'm able to sell the vision and then impart the team enough to be able to get excited and gassed about the idea to be able to go out with the skills to be able to make it happen. To be honest, every, you know? if you look at everybody around us, and I was telling someone the other day, I said, not many people that can call you that give you the energy. Mm. And you're one of them. Mm-mm. And I know when I call you, I get the same energy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, your team need that call to say, we're going to get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we need to figure out how. Yeah. Let's do it together. Yeah. That's yeah. why you step back and say, you guys figure it out. I'm telling you, this is the... So it's all about drawing a map and saying... That's what we need to get to. Mm. How do we get to? Mm. That's why you bring A and B and C Absolutely. and say, listen, guys, let's go there. Yeah. We need to get there. Yeah. Don't ask me how all of us together as a Correct. unity Correct. will go there. Absolutely. So I fully agree. That's I think you have the ability to put the team together and say, guys, that's what we need to go make it happen. Yeah. And also, uh, let's look at one thing that gives us the ability mm. is the resources we have. Yeah. You know, is we have the resources to do that where... A lot of people that are listening to us will be like, yeah, it, that's easy, but it's not because we have the resource to do it. So anybody that's listening have to understand every person is different. There's steps to everything. Absolutely. So if you want to be the salesperson, be the best salesperson, then work your way up. Don't look at certain people and think, oh, yeah, I want to do what they do. There's steps to it. Every successful people got a story, but... Everybody done it different. Mm. They said so many different markets mm. and we're not going to be the be- all of them are the best. Mm. Let me ask you this, because as a um, as an entrepreneur, at some point in your journey, 
everybody gets to that place where your your back is against the wall and you have to you have to it's a make or break moment you know what was that moment for you okay let me dive to one uh, uh well i'm writing a, a book as you already know yeah. it uh, about my story and how i started life uh, it's going to be a different story as i say to you i got to england at at uh what 10 years old but mm. well, that's a different story We're talking about the time i actually felt my back was against the wall is covid time mm. uh so and it's not related to success it was like covid time living in a building on your own you know families in uh families in england as you already know it when that happened of course i have mustafa but <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as that happened it was me against myself me face me and i had to make things happen and mm. it probably is the best thing that ever happened to me but that was a time i just phew, had to evaluate everything in my life and it made me a 10 times better person than mm. ever i will be that covid you against you with your back against the wall there is no office to go to there's nothing to do that was a time i actually had to kind of have so the, all the principles so when you say is you against you as in it was a time of extreme spending extreme amount of time by yourself alone and alone. with your thoughts yeah is so before covid yeah we were good we were living our best lives you yeah, know man. we were doing we were going places we were happy we were comfortable and we believe the world is going to be like this and i don't think there's ever been a day where i was alone yeah there's a days i'm alone but there's never been a day where I put the phone away what do i want in life you know so i've always had the energy and the network but now my my vision is clear my goals are clear you know my work ethic is clear and there's no i don't have to slow down it's like last go where before it was like it was doing stop stall steps so covid my back was against the wall and i had one option figure out where i want to be next 10 years because there's no office there is no nothing to do you can't go outside you can't go to the office so this room you got to figure out i think that's one of the main and how did that um covid time affect affect the business uh well looking at me yeah, i made money in covid mm. uh, uh, sad enough as it sounds it's like covid we made money covid actually helped our businesses we have mm. uh, in every business i'm thinking about it where it helps us a lot a lot of businesses it shut it down mm. but one thing it teach you is as an entrepreneur yeah is a covid but how are you going to make money yeah there's masks to sell mm. there's medical to supply mm. so we've been part of the movement of looking i think yeah this money there's a lot of money to be made mm. a lot of people made money a lot of people lost money as an entrepreneur you have to react quick yes yeah, a matter so of perspective isn't yeah, it yeah so we react yeah. quickly so it didn't really for me it helped me a lot like if you look at immigration before covid everybody was comfortable yeah. ghana nigeria yeah. somalia yeah, yeah, yeah. all these countries guys with uh, money were comfortable mm. but when covid came they realized that their mom and dad are under pressure yeah you know anything happens there's not that high medical in yeah. certain countries in the world now they understood certain countries in the world have the best yeah, best the medical yeah, best yeah. systems yeah. best care care stuff so now a lot of people are doing they it saying if i have the money mm. i'm going to do this mm. to help my kids mm. my family my mom and dad mm. so yeah Uh, it's important it's um it's it's very important it was a make or break time like i said i say to people i covid was probably one of the best times for me in the last three years i had the best oh my goodness i had the time of my life it was 
it was amazing. It was essential. Um, it was a time where I made money. I did very little, <laughs> <laughs> and and I was able to maximize 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 the opportunity. But <clears throat> I, I it's crazy because when I go online, I see all of I saw all of the people complaining about the losses that they were making. But within my circle, I, I keep speaking to everybody and everybody was like chilling and having the most financially anyway, people were making making money. And so it really made it very clear that, yo, your circle and your perspective is really essential to, to where you go in, in this yeah, journey. Let's dive into life, another you know? thing about that circles. Mm-hmm. I always said, I used to hear it, the five people you chill with yeah. is what make you. Yes. And I used to say, yeah, whatever. You know, but as you get older and you realize it, the five people you spend in that time with actually matters. And also I tell everybody that around me, if you're slacking, I'm going to let you know. Yeah. There's no offense to it. Let's get to work. Yeah. So everybody around us at the moment is giving us the energy. Absolutely. But we choose that energy. Me and you don't have anybody that's lazy. Absolutely. If you look at it, we don't have anybody that say, I don't want to do stuff. Anybody that's, I'm not going to the gym. We, We choose friends that say, Go time. I'm still waiting for you to come and do that session, though. I'm not sure you guys are ready. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this guy with a big talk, you know. <laughs> so me and Michael will be having a, this debate about gym. Let's go in into it. I've always told people it's different, Michael. Your body is built <laughs> different. My body is built different, yeah, as you already know it. Ghana, Somalians are, are different body types to be doing exercise together. So you guys don't like the long distance running. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like the heavyweight lifting. (laughs) You said that's Gabriel Salanti, yeah? (laughs) Mo is Mo Farah. I hear Uh, that. I hear that. uh, It's it's important that you talk about that that network because I made a decision, literally a conscious decision, maybe about... After I finished... After I dropped out of uni, I dropped out of med school, I think at age 19. And I realized that, you know what? The people who were around me, they were so, in, they were they were looking, they were very tunnel vision in, in their approach to life. You know, make sure you finish university, get a good degree so you can get a good job. And that wasn't what I would, wanted to do at that point. At that point in my life, I was very clear that actually that's not the route that I want to go down. And... I didn't have the support. I didn't have anybody around me at the time who had that sort of mindset. The most successful person in my family at that time was my uncle, who is a doctor. He's a gynecologist. (laughs) So he had taken me under his wing um, to guide me. And he was literally distraught when I dropped out of medical school. I'm like, what is all this pressure? It's been 15 years. I don't think in the last 15 years we've said more than five words to each other, me and my uncle. And prior to this point, we were like best friends. It's actually crazy. It's actually crazy. But anyway, after that point, I realized that exactly the same thing, that in the next five years, you're going to become a hybrid of the five people that you spent the most amount of time with. And so I decided to be strategic about it. I decided to, I made a list of seven areas in my life that I wanted to improve. I wanted to be a millionaire. I wanted to be a successful entrepreneur. I wanted to be a good father. I wanted to be a good husband. I was skinny as a motherfucker then. I was like, listen, I needed to get fit. I needed to have some, you know, I, I was, a, I, I was, I needed to get into shape. Um, I wanted to be spiritually, spiritually minded, and I wanted to be financially responsible. So these are the seven areas in my life that I picked out that I needed to improve. And then I went out and sought people 
who were excelling in these various areas. 100%. So they became my friends. Of course, it helped that we we got along. But the primary reason why I befriended these people wasn't necessarily because they were, um, was necessarily because we got along. It was because they possessed qualities that I wanted to emulate, right? And so looking back over the last 10 years of my life, I have become all of those things. Fantastic. Because I was spending copious amounts of time with these people. And, 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 and I say to people all the time, sometimes you may not always know the processes of how to get to X, but if you're around people who are already doing it, sometimes you just need to copy what they're doing and then refine it into your own way later uh, on down uh, the line. hundred percent. I tell everybody you know? the same as well. Uh, you're not gonna, you don't have to create anything new. Right. Absolutely. Like we were talking to someone about it and I said, listen, if you want to, there's people that, if you just open McDonald's in Nigeria, right. you're, a, you're a multi, multi-millionaire. Right. So Absolutely. a lot of people are looking, uh, are looking to create the new stuff. No, yeah. you, can, you can do the basic thing, copy and paste, and mm-hmm. you're still going to be successful. And you're right, the five people you pick around you is a major thing, yeah. or seven people. Yeah. Or, but your goals more or less shows me very clear, yeah. very precise. Exactly. You understand? A lot of people don't have the ability exactly. to pick that clear goals and the clear vision yeah. of what they want to do. Yeah. But you have a, in your head, you already know what you want to do. I say that, I say that all the time on the podcast that <clears throat> the people who get what they want in life are people who are exceptionally clear to the T of what they want in life. Everybody else gets the leftovers. Yeah. You know, I, I wrote, uh, I'll give you an example. I watched a video a couple of years ago uh, and the guy wrote himself a check. And, Last two years ago, I started doing the same. Every year, I write myself a check and I put it on, on my room. Okay, everybody that ever comes to my room say, what the hell is this check? Then I say, oh, it's nothing, man. It's just numbers on there that I said. But having that check and looking at it every day, it kind of changed. Even like, I can't have a bad days. Yeah. I can't have a slacky days. Yeah. I can't have a day where I go, oh, I can't be asked with work mm-hmm. attitude. And yesterday was an example. Yesterday, uh, I slept late. Not yesterday, the day before yesterday, I slept late. And I was training 6 a.m. Mm. And 10 to 6, the guy knocked my door. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boxing at 6 o'clock. <laughs> Can I chill? And that's why I say people around you, pick the, you want to be a little bit bigger. I picked to be a little bit, you know, like to do boxing. Mm. And I chose 6 a.m. Yeah. So now when it comes 6 a.m., because I didn't sleep good, I can't make excuses. Yeah. So I have to wake up. Yeah. And put the work in. Yeah. And you're right, the five people around you. And that's why you and me and you spend a lot of time recently yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. Because your energy is perfect for my energy. Yeah. So when I go to someone and they're moaning, I'm like, oof. Yeah. Excuse me, what's right. going on here? <laughs> right. You know, like, like, but when I call you and we call each other and we sit down and we're like, bro, we spent five hours together. And you're like, yeah, what did we talk about it? And you look back and think, you know what? It was very productive. Absolutely. So last night when you called me and say, can we get in the studio? Yeah. Because the conversation we have is a conversation people around us exactly. need it anyway. Exactly. We don't hundred percent. I, I went to sleep. There was no planning. Right. You told me we're gonna we're gonna be talking, me and you just like, okay, let's go. I went yeah. to sleep. Yeah. I cracked on my day. I just arrived a little bit before you. <laughs> 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 I'm still in the cooperation yeah. world. <laughs> so, oh, so, yeah. I'm still working on my time. Forgive okay. me. <laughs> so yeah, man, mm. it's a key. It's a key. It's been a, a productive things in our lives, man, and we're grateful. One of the yeah. main things for me is we have to be grateful for where we are, man, yeah. and what we're doing and what we're doing for our families. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that every day we wake up, we're healthy, we're doing things that we want to do, and we're grateful. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Number five is one of them is loyalty. You know, uh, as an entrepreneur, you'll understand when it comes to loyalty, when you when there's money exchange, when there you're doing big numbers, you gotta make sure you have loyal loyal people around you, man, or else you're gonna regret a lot of things and you're gonna start going things. You're gonna start doing things that's not gonna make sense. So one of the main things I did is I bought people around me and make sure they're loyal. We mm. build it together. Mm. We make we eat together. And if you look at team, everybody around me, it's people I grow with. You know, people I spend a lot of time with. So loyalty is one of when it comes to business, you have to have a loyal people around me. Mm. And why I would say it because I got bent before. And also living in Dubai, you're gonna see a lot of people oh, yeah. that are not loyal mm. to what you're doing. They only have a vision, yeah. just to take your money, yes. to trap you, in, yeah. to make more money of you. Yeah. So loyalty is a, one of the number one things out there. When you're building a team, you have loyalty. How do you find loyal people? Uh, I was naive enough as young when I was young, and I trusted everybody because where I'm from. Everybody was unity. Family, friends were very unity. But when it comes to business, at early stage, I trusted people that done things. I go, what? How? And they manipulated. They done things. They they took money of the companies and they done a lot of bad things. And as I got older, I just realized that you just have to have team that's loyal. So it got nothing to do with money. They got your back. If if we made hundred million or five million or ten million, they. St- the money doesn't change. Yeah. And what happens is when, when, when you start making money together and money start coming fast, people believe it is them that made the money. Mm. They deserve better. Mm. So they start doing little things. And also, a lot of people have not seen money. Mm. They're new to money. Yeah, so yeah. when they start making, when they see 100K and they know you're busy with another business, let's, let's put it away. Mm. So it's very important to have a loyal people around you. It's not easy having this but it's one of your main priority to find these people around you i hear that i feel and like make it happen <clears throat> it's a lifetime search it's a lifetime search yeah it's a lifetime search um last question i'm gonna ask you is for me i like to all of these things that we do for me they are leading to a a bigger vision a bigger purpose there is somewhere that i want my life to be in the next 20 30 40 years What's that big vision for you? Uh, the the vision is very clear. So I have a couple of startups where I invested, and each of them has a, a short and long term goals. You know, uh, me, uh, let's forget the medium, like short and long term goals, and the goals are very clear. You know, I build a business, we started a business, and we have a number to exit. So I went away America recently uh, with Silicon Valley and New York, and. One of the things they do better than us is they have a strategy plan to exit. Absolutely. As from England or Dubai, yeah. we don't have this that strategy exit. exit. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. have this. Uh, so going to America was one of the best things ever and learning learning from them and looking at it like, yeah, these guys have a plan to exit. Yeah. Yeah. A, I built businesses and I was like, they, I didn't know how to exit. So now in, new, well, in my life, now I know where I'm going to exit. Yeah. And the vision is so clear. I'm going to work so hard next couple of years. I'm going to exit. Yeah. Then I can be like Michael, sit down and say, I don't go to the office, you know, <laughs> that kind of uh, <laughs> attitude. <laughs> so, yeah, the vision is, uh, put the jokes aside, is 
you gotta build that stuff and have a strategy to exit. One hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And my and my vision is a lot clearer. And a lot of the things I'm doing now, it's not about money. It's about building, and it's not just for myself. It's my family, it's my kids, it's my family. Family. It's like four or five lines generation yeah, yeah. now and also one of the things is you got to bring people up as well 100 percent. Uh, and the vision that's the vision for me next five years i oh <laughs> i feel you listen as entrepreneurs a lot of people don't understand what an exit strategy looks like right a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs are so focused on building businesses that we forget about the exit plan. The exit plan. Like we don't build businesses to stay in working forever. You know what I mean? We build businesses so that we can fatten it up over a certain period of time and then be able to sell it on and then be able to move on, you know, and sell into the sunset. Sunset. Really is the idea. American, uh, you know what? A lot of anybody that's doing a business that's making serious money, I think it's something you got to look at in America, what they do better than us. Even VCs investing on 20, 30 millions. Yes. You know, in, in England, it rarely happens. Yeah. But Silicon Valley in LA is in America. Yeah. They do things like where they invest on startups, yes. 40, 50 million. Yes. So any, why? Because there's a lot of billionaires mm-hmm. in there. So investing 20, 30 million, it's not a big thing mm-hmm. in, in that category. Mm-hmm. And how they done it is they build, say, five businesses, s- sold at 10 years, and then at 10x. So it makes sense for them. Yeah. So when we look at our businesses, we have to do the same. Absolutely. Whether it's small, medium, or large, we got to look at it thinking, you know what, if we, ten, if we can 10 exit, that's a real business. 100%. Uh, if, 100%. And, uh, one of the main, any business I ever invest, I don't know if you know it, they're all scalable. Mm-hmm. Mm. Most of my businesses I ever invest, or any, any new business I'm investing, has to be scalable. Yeah. And it has to be so clear how, yeah. how is it going to be scalable. Yeah. Is it a team? That yeah. you need to be scalable. Yeah. Is it a system that you need to be scalable? Yeah. What do you need to be scalable? Yeah. If any business has a scalable, we're in. Yeah. We're going in. Because the the there is no limit. There is no limit. <laughs> there is no limit to how far and wide you can grow and, and expand. And that's really important. And and you know, <clears throat> for a lot of us who came into business, the majority of us just kind of wanted to own our own thing and just kind of do our own thing we were just happy to be doing our own thing um but the majority of us never really even understood the other side of being able to seek investment to be able to grow faster and quicker and bigger than you usually and this is one of the things that i've it's only now at at this big age that i'm like you know what it's about time i start using other people's money to be able to expand 100 you know what i'm saying um and these are things that we that weren't embedded in our psyche from the beginning. But the thing, yeah, UK, it wasn't, it was, I think where we started, mm. it was either we had to make everything ourselves. Yeah. Where in America, if you're from a tech background, you need a money injection. Absolutely. It wasn't, it's not about your genius and you have to make things yourself. Yeah. It was about, it makes sense someone to invest on you 5, 10 million yeah. and get 10x because you're a genius. Absolutely. In that specific things. Absolutely. So, Fantastic. Listen, this was 
a lot. <laughs> this was a lot to uh, unpack. It's a jam-packed session. I'm so glad you came, bro. <laughs> so glad you came. We've been able to delve into some really good stuff. This is These are the conversations we have when we meet for coffee, you know, yeah. and we go to Burj Khalifa and, and we go and have our <laughs> afternoon tea. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to bottle some of this up into into the podcast to be able to, to share with my audience. I appreciate you, man, for coming. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Oh. Brother, how can the audience, how can my audience um, follow you? Where can they find you? What's your Instagram? What, where, how, where are you? So uh, uh, my name is Nasir Hassan yep. on all socials. Instagram, only only thing I change, I change a little bit and it's called Nas in the Cut. Nas in the Cut. It'll be under somewhere right in here. Nas so. in the Cut. All right, cool. So you can connect with him on Nas in the Cut. Um, and of course, listen, if you're not already following um, the podcast, make sure you are. It's Moving Mountains Pod underscore as well as my personal page, Sir.MichaelO. And of course, as I've said on here, I've now got the segment, which is Ask Michael O. So if you do have any questions about business, entrepreneurship, um, finances, cryptocurrency, whatever, hit me a voice note on Moving Mountains pod underscore page. And I will come here on one of these um, episodes and I will share and I will answer um, some of the questions that you throw at me. So I hope you found this episode insightful. I am gonna listen to this over and over again just to be able to unpack all of the information and all of the all of the juices that we have put on here but listen i'm, I'm thank you for sticking it with me this has been moving mountains pod motivational mondays with michael Obe and my guest Nasser Hassan. have a good week all new episodes drops every monday and wednesday available on all platforms <laughs>